Sometimes I feel. I don't know. I don't know. Buona giornata. Buona serata. Buona giornata. There's not really time to relax and take an espresso for Juventus. <laughs> you don't have to get a bad ditch. You don't have to get a bad ditch. Attaccare! Welcome back to the Euro Show here on FNR Football Nation Radio. Miss any of the program, make sure you head over to our podcast platform, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, wherever you get it. Catch up on the start of the show. We spoke a little bit about, well, not a little bit, actually quite a bit about the World Cup draw and all the European Extensive, nations. extensive European preview of the World yes. Cup. It's hard to make it through Even though groups. it is like very early before the World Cup. We're still like seven months away, but we kind of did a bit of early crystal balling ahead of yeah. that, so... Uh, Go check it out. Let us know what you liked, what you didn't like. You know, be scathing. Let us know what you... Even any Portuguese fans out there that want to just tell us you guys are just nuffs and you you just want to see bad things happen to us. Well, yes, we do want to see bad things happen mm. to the national team. But anyways, let's talk a little bit about club football. We're back this weekend. We're now getting into the nitty-gritty. About two months left of club football before the end of the season. Title race is heating up. But let's start over in Scotland. Old Firm Derby last night. Celtic... 2-1 winners, six points clear on top of the table. Josh, Ange doesn't want to read into it. He doesn't want to say it's over just yet, but they at least have one hand on the premiership right now. They are closing in, and that was a big win last night. A bit of revenge as well for earlier in the season in the process as well. Well, I, I think this is more of a revenge game for Rangers, to be honest, for after the 4 nil. Yeah. Crashing. Oh, people forget uh, with the, the way Scotland works. These teams meet multiple times, like oh, more yeah, than twice per season, because yeah. because the league splits in half halfway through, and then they have the relegation league and, and the, the title pre- league, yeah. which is actually a cool way to do it. It's like having finals, except it's cool you know, for a, like a small league, like yeah. a twelve team league or fourteen team league, whatever. They're, is it twelve or fourteen? Whatever it is. Whatever. Who cares? Um, <laughs> who cares what Ross County are doing or whatever at the bottom of the table? Uh, but, you know, Celtic, they went down after three minutes, mm. uh, which, you know, at Ibrox, I was fearing the worst because you saw, you know, the, the kind of uh, the issue that they were suffering in the, this fixture last time seemed to be mental one. You know, mm. the, the intimidating atmosphere. They didn't seem to play their best football. Uh, but they recovered immediately. Tom Rogic scoring just four minutes later. And then uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers with a pretty scrappy goal, it must be yep. said, off a free kick. The ball just fell to him or happened to fall to him in the right spot and he smashed it in. And uh, Celtic were, I guess, I would say the better team throughout. Um, you know, the Rangers didn't have too many chances and the uh, the Rangers keeper actually had to pull off a couple of really, really good saves to keep them in the game. Um, so aside from a bottle being thrown at Joe Hart, uh, mm. you know, it was pretty uneventful for Rangers, even if they did have that late, late chance to, to level it uh, through uh, Kamar Roof. Yeah, absolutely. And look, you know, it's six points clear now, Josh. We saw Tom Rogic get an hour in the legs as well, coming back from injury that saw him miss the World Cup qualifiers. So it's good to see him back out there and also scoring. And you can but, see you can see why he's such a legend in Celtic fans' yeah. eyes when he score, keeps scoring these big really goals. important goals in big, big games. Big game time. Big <laughs> game time. Uh, good to see. And one game left before we head into the split. Uh, they Celtic play St. Johnston on Sunday. Rangers have got St. Mirren. That's also on Sunday. So St. Mirren are 10th, St. Johnston are 11th. So that's big heading into the next part of the season. But Celtic and Rangers already will meet again in the Scottish Cup. I believe that's in the final. Mm. That's on the 17th of April. 
Uh, just gonna, yep, there's a semi-final, actually. They'll play the winner of Hearts and Hibs on the... Who oh, also play. baby. So, Darby's yes, on Darby's both sides galore. of the draw. That's actually pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. That is pretty tasty Scottish Cup fixtures. I wonder if that was part of, like, you know, the draw process. It was like, we need to get them on opposite sides so we can get two derbies. And uh, there's 12 teams in the league, by oof. the way. I've just looked it up. The two yeah. two, two uh, groups of six when it, when it splits halfway through the year. So this is in two weeks' time. Hearts Hibs at 9.15pm on a Saturday night in Australia. And then the next night at 11pm, the old firm. Not the 9 o'clock friendly slot we got last night, but still okay. 11pm's all right. But the night before... We know that, you know, Lockie Flanagan is going to be up and about, you know, for that one, for the Hearts versus Hibs uh, rivalry game on the Saturday. So that's going to be an absolute cracker, to say the least. But, Josh, let's move on. Let's talk a little bit about the Serie A. Two massive games over the weekend, or really over the last 24 hours, that have, again, as we always say, thrown a spanner in the works of the title race. Napoli 3. Yeah, this is like that, that Simpsons meme with Bart. It's like, yeah. say the line, Nick. Say, the say line, it Nick. again. Yep. Throw a spanner in the works. Napoli 3, Atalanta 1. A big win for Napoli on the road. They stay within touching distance of Milan, who play tomorrow morning against Bologna. They've tied it up for the time being, but I believe at this point, at least according to FopMob, Milan are ahead of them uh, on head-to-head, even though Napoli have the superior goal correct, difference. Correct, correct. Um, and yeah, Milan have a game in hand yeah, and as well. they play tomorrow morning against Bologna. So a good win for, for Napoli. Insigne with the early penalty, then a really nice set play routine for Matteo Politano's goal. A nice little dink, and Politano just slammed the ball past one Musso to make it 2-0. Darun pulled one back for Atalanta, but then your boy Alfie Elmas with the sealer. A lovely little finish at the end there to put the game to rest. So a good three points for Napoli. Um, and right now they're right within touching distance, just making things quite interesting heading into the final seven, eight games of the season. I have one question coming out of this game, Nick. Yeah. Where was this Lorenzo Insigne when you really needed him? I said it last night on the pod, Josh, when it happened. I said, where the hell was this in that game? And to be honest, I still don't know. And it, it really irks me. It really mm. does. But the big thing out of this is Atalanta are now down to seventh. They're eight points behind Juventus with a game in hand, but their hopes of getting back to the Champions League next season are right up in smokes right now. They're behind Roma, who are in form, and, and Lazio as well, who won on the weekend. So this is that, that's a big loss for Atalanta, but for, for Napoli, a massive, massive three points. It's put them in really good stead heading into this next little bit. Even without Victor Osserman as well, it's a big result for them. So good to see that... You know, we've, they're staying in touch. I was a bit worried that Napoli might start to fall off mm. a bit of a cliff. I know I'm, I'm a Milan fan. I'd love to see him fall off a cliff to make things a little less stressful. But usually at this stage, we've seen Napoli start to fall to bits. But this time around, they're sticking right in the hunt. Is Victor Osman ever going to get a consistent run of games? Like, what's going on with this guy? Well, I need to double-check if he was injured or suspended for this game. Uh, he was... It seems like he's always missing to me. Yep, so let's have a look. Um, just confirming, because I thought I read that he might have been suspended. Well, he was he was playing yeah, against... Yeah, he, he, was, he was suspended. Uh, five yellow cards. So that's yellow cards, was, yeah. okay. Because I, I didn't see that because there was no there red was no card, red no. card in the last game. Yeah, so so he, five he, played, yellow cards. he played in the last game. All right, well, that, that makes sense. So he's back for Fiorentina Excellent. on the weekend. Let's move on to the other big fixture, the Darby d'Italia. The second Darby d'Italia of the weekend, the first one being Mullen Zebras versus Bulleen, the edition <laughs> on Friday night. But the uh, this is the the second edition of it, the the proper edition at the uh, Juventus Stadium. Inter one nil winners, back on track, a massive result for them. Hakan Shalonoglu with a penalty. It was as boring as you'd expect it to be. Juventus had 22 shots to five, but only just trumped them in the XG. They rarely tested, other than Dennis Zakaria hitting the post. 
Vlaovic couldn't get into the game. He had one good opportunity, and that was about it. So, a retaken penalty, no Yeah, less. it was a retaken penalty after Chesney originally saved Chalunoglu's penalty. But um, well, it was actually retaken for an inter infringement. Yeah, it was. So a bit of uh, maybe a bit of luck on Inter's side. In that yeah, sense. but yeah. because the ball ended up in the back of the net. Uh, well, there was loads. I mean, everybody was running into but the Chesney box. But Chesney still went the right way on the second penalty as well. It was yeah. he almost got a hand to it. It's, too. it's bizarre, really. Um, you know, everybody was encroaching into the area. Usually, you know, could usually... have thrown a blanket over about ten of them in that mm-hmm. situation. So, so uh, yeah, look, they they pointed the spot again um, because. Look, there was just so many players encroaching yeah. and the ball ended up in the net. So uh, Chalinoglu had to take it twice, got a reprieve essentially after mm-hmm. the save and, uh, yeah, good finish on the second attempt. Went the same way into the side netting. But this was a terrible game, especially for Inter, yeah. who had five shots for the entire match. But they needed this win. They just need to win this game. For the form they've been in, Like they, I don't think Inter fans mm. would be given two hoots about how they won this game because they have been in abhorrent form. So. And, hey, my boy Denzel Dunfries winning the penalty. So. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, he might be hitting some form now all of a sudden. <laughs> but Juve, I mean, I don't want to rule them out of the title race, but that's a hammer blow because they'd been in such good form in the league heading into this. They didn't actually play too badly. They tried to play with a little bit more initiative in this game and pressed Inter, which is a big surprise mm. when it comes to Juventus because usually they sit off, but they actually went and tried to play on the front foot. And they put creating. Murata, Vlaovic and Dybala in all in the same lineup, and they, they you know, they were better actually, than all they all play. Uh, don't look at the FOP mob rating. He actually did okay in this game. Um, but, you know, Vlaovic just couldn't get into the game. Uh, he had one good opportunity. Zakaria was very good off the bench. He hit the post with a really good chance in the second half. But I think if Milan win tomorrow morning against Bologna, which they should, it's 10 points now for Juventus to, to, to catch up on. I think they've got to focus on what's coming behind them, and that's Roma, who won again mm. yesterday. They're only winning um, quite in these tight games at the moment, Roma, but they won 1-0 as well against Sampdoria this morning. If Vlavic scores that goal, and I know he didn't have much of a game, but if he scores that goal where he basically yeah. backheels it behind his own leg to spin onto it, you know, the, uh, sub the, the trademark well. Marque, uh, Federico, Federico Marque, Marque yeah. we talked about a few weeks ago. Uh, he just lost his standing foot just when he was yeah. go- going for the right foot shot. And he was under a lot of defensive pressure. But mm. if he scores that, I mean, wow. Like, what, yeah. what a finish it's that would have been. On. But uh, nonetheless, Juventus uh, now set, still seven points behind. That can go to 10. Milan playing Bologna tomorrow morning at 4.45. You must have That's been massive, bloody massive delighted game. to see that result, Nick. No, yeah. it wasn't. No? Because Inter and Napoli are still in the hunt. Inter are three points behind, still with that game in hand. Yeah, and but if Inter Milan aren't going to make it. It's it's Juve that with the, the yeah, looming threat. but like, you got to take one out of them, and you knock Juve off. They get so you would have preferred a draw then? Yeah, a draw would have been good. Just <laughs> not kill two birds with one stone. But anyways. Um, no, I, I think for Milan and Napoli, this is actually a great result, despite what the table says. You think because, so? Because look at the team's form coming into it. Juve had won how many straight? Yeah, but if, and, in, and but if Inter, Inter... Inter keep dropping points. But if Inter now use this to galvanise them in the run home, you know, that's... Uh, they're they're not going to do right. it. I, I, I hope you I can't... Right. Look, they're only three points off, but I really can't see this Inter side winning the league again. Well, I reckon it's one of Milan or Napoli now. Well, Milan, as we said, big game tomorrow morning against Bologna. They got basically mm. all the cattle back by Kier. It's going to be a really, really good contest, um, you know. Because and you Milan, can extend that gap on Juve if yep. Milan win to 10 points. It's a big shame that we won't have Sinisa Mihaljevic on the touchline. Again, he has uh, had a re- – re- trying to think the right – what was it? He's had a the recurrence. Of a, recurrence of a tumour. Yep. Yep. Um, so best wishes to Sinisha. Uh, he won't be there on the touchline. So Bologna 
will be turning to Miroslav Tanja to coach this game. It's Stefano Pioli's 100th Milan game in charge as well. He's had, I think as well, if he if Milan win, I think he goes down as the best Milan coach over 100 games since Ancelotti or Allegri or Ancelotti. I forgot which one it is, but... Are you going to officially apologise to what you uh, to him for what you yeah, said about him when he was hired? I, yeah, look, we've that that we've, there's a lot of been a lot of water under the bridge since then, Josh. It's been <laughs> two and a half years since then. He's done a very good job. So uh, I just remember Nick's Milan rant after yeah. Stefano Pioli was hired. Hey, look, I, I am not the only one. There are a lot of Milan fans that weren't happy at that point in time. But this is a big game. If they win tomorrow, six, they go three points clear of Napoli. They keep that little bit of breathing space in Inter as well, and they basically end Juve's slim chance to the title. Um, just the last one from that, Roma 1-0 against Sampdoria, uh, Henrik Mkhitaryan with the goal. Um, you know, basically what you've been expecting from Roma all season, they're going to get Jamie 1-0 wins, and they did exactly that. So their streak continues. They're in the hunt for top four, so it's very good to see. In La Liga, Barcelona 1, Sevilla 0, Pedri, he's gotten some sleep. He's gotten some rest about <laughs> bloody time. He looks like a new man. And what a goal it was that he scored as well. Barcelona winning again. They're into second. Like, they're not going to win. The, they're not going to catch Madrid. But, my God, it's been some turnaround to Xavi. We were speaking about it a couple of weeks ago. But it is great to see the resurgence um, under Xavi over the past few months. Yeah. it's They look like a real team again. You know, mm. I Greatest respect to Ronald Koeman. They, they just didn't look like a Barcelona side when he yeah. was he was coaching them. And Aubameyang's come in and given them a lot. Um, you know, he ended up you know cutting his wage massively in order to join the club, which I think yeah. was a great sign of you know his level of commitment. Uh, where we, which had been questioned at Arsenal, um, not least by Mikel Arteta. Uh, but Pedri is a generational talent. You know, as long as he's not burnt out by. <laughs> ridiculous by, yeah. amount of football that he was forced to play over the course of that, you know, uh, Euros and, and then into the Olympics yeah. as well, where Spain made the final. Um, that was a bit of magic. If you haven't seen the goal, you've got to check it out. He dummies two players. And it's a bit like that Zlatan Ibrahimovic goal for Ajax back in yeah. the day, except in the reverse direction. He Ooh. just keeps dummying players to the right and leaving two two players on the ground, just breaking angles left, right and centre and then finding the back of the net from the edge of the box. It's a It's a wonderful goal. And uh, I think Barcelona probably deserved uh, that win. You know, they were a the much better team over yep. the course of the 90 minutes. Sevilla, pretty tough to break down. They're a good defensive team, but they're just lacking a little bit up front. And Martial coming in has not helped that whatsoever. Well, moving on, Madrid 2, Celta Vigo 1. They were actually coached. Now, get this. Davide Ancelotti, Carlos' mm. son, was coaching this game. Um, so they got the 2-1 win. It wasn't easy. There were two penalties scored by Karim Benzema in this one. He actually missed one as well in this game, so he could have had a hat-trick of penalties. Either side of a Nolito goal. Nolito. That's a throwback. Nolito for Celta Vigo, former Manchester City winger, uh, scored in that game. So Madrid are 12 points clear. You'd have to think that the title is all wrapped up. The other one before we wrap up here uh, is Borussia Dortmund's dropping points on the weekend against RB Leipzig. They were hammered 4-1. Basically, we spoke about any chance of keeping that title race alive. It's done. So Leipzig for uh, Borussia Dortmund, Dortmund are a Fugazi team. Yeah. They're just not good. And Bayern When won, it matters, they're not good. Yeah. Bayern beat Freiburg 4-1. They're nine points clear and it's all but done. Josh, before we go, Champions League this week as well. Quarterfinals kick off on Wednesday. Benfica versus Liverpool. Kick it all off along with Man City versus Atletico Madrid. Quick predictions. 
Ooh, uh, Benfica versus Liverpool. In, in Portugal? In Portugal. I'm giving Benfica a slight edge because of the home advantage. I'm going to say that one's going to be a draw. Wow. You reckon that's going to be a draw? I think yeah. it's going down as a draw. I think Liverpool probably will get the job done in home, at home in the second leg. But have you seen the uh, the Benfica stadium yeah, when it's, it's rocking? Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's quite a sight. Quite hostile. Uh, I'm going to go Liverpool 1-0 in this game. I reckon okay. they'll jam, get a jammy goal and there'll be enough for them. City versus Atleti at the Etihad. I am going to go a 2-1 City win. Atleti have been in some better form recently. And I don't think, I, I knowing El Cholo, he's got something up his sleeve for this game. And I reckon mm. he's going to frustrate Pep in this one. I'm going to say it's more straightforward for City than that. I think it's 2-0 for Manchester City. Thursday morning, Chelsea Madrid. That's a big contest uh, at Stamford Bridge. I am going a one-all draw in this one. I can't separate them, but I think Madrid might have the edge. Chelsea did not look good against Brentford. I'm sure you and Oscar will touch on it in the EPL show in just a sec. But uh, one-all draw for me in this one. I'm going to say Madrid win the away tie, 2-1. Wow. Villarreal by Munich in Spain. Villarreal, I mean, they're a tough team to predict. I think you know? Emery, talk about coaches something having up their sleeves. Unai Emery's definitely got something up his sleeve I, for this one. I think Villarreal might have a good evening. I think they're going to win. I'm saying Bayern 2-0. Mm, I, I think I'm going to go for a draw. Okay. Well, just I'm going to say 1-1, one, one, and uh, we're going to have... Who's going to score for Villarreal quickly? Who's the Villarreal player? Uh, Jeremy Pino? <laughs> no, 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 no Jeremy Pino. I reckon it's going to be Dan a Danny Parejo free kick to secure a one-all draw. There we go. Fantastic. Uh, and just in Book terms it. of uh, the other games to keep an eye on this week, if you just keep just casting your eye over some tasty contests, uh, Europa League, RB Leipzig, Atalanta looks like a big one. Frankfurt played Barcelona on, on Friday morning as well. Well, let's see if Aiden Rustic gets some Yeah, uh, West Ham Leon as well. That's going to be a fun one for the Hammers fans out there. Can they dare to dream? Maybe they're in the quarters now. They're, they're testing themselves. They're, they're going for European glory. Well, you know, when David Moyes is in charge, the Europa League, you know, that's his that's his uh, that's his stomping ground, yep. you know. He took Manchester United into the Europa League and uh <laughs> Actually, I and, don't know if they even qualified for the Europa and, League. And uh the other one in the Conference League, Jose Mourinho returns to the place where his Roma side got beaten 6-1. Ooh. They play Bodo Glimt again. Again. And they met in the group stage, so they play again in the quarterfinals. Uh, I don't know if it will happen, if that will be a 6-1 drubbing again, because it almost have been a lot Given better. Given their full name, Bodo slash Glimt. Bodo slash Glimt, yes. Yeah, um, Bodo and or Glimt. And or Glimt, yes. Uh, so that will be an interesting one. Uh, we'll, we'll certainly be keeping an eye on that one. But just in terms of other, sorry, just other big fixtures, keep an eye on in terms of title race stuff. If you want to sort of, you know, the big title race only really left is Serie A. So Napoli, Fiorentina, Inter, Hellas, Verona, Cagliari, Juventus next week, and Torino versus Milan. Ooh, that Torino-Milan game might be interesting. Yeah, Monday morning, 4.45 before then. They've got to beat Bologna tomorrow. But anyways, let's wrap things up here tonight, Josh. Um, EPL show up next. Yes, uh, we've had to switch it from Wednesdays. We're going to be talking EPL today instead because of uh, Oscar's A-League commitments. That's coming up right on the other side of the break, so stick around. Well, we'll be back again next Monday from 6 p.m. We'll hope we, we promised a big announcement last week, but we hope that we can get that mm. to you soon about, you know, a certain show we want to launch. We're still, we've had a bit, we've run into a bit of a delay, mm. but we'll get there. Don't we you worry. Keep an there. eye on the socials, but we'll be back 
how are we looking for the rest of the week before we go? Yeah, so we'll have our Oz Football Hour tomorrow, yeah. and I believe we're doing Radio Dub as well because we've got to talk Matilda stuff yep. and uh, maybe even some MPLW and yeah. uh, Women's Super League as well, Pakua's across that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got the Green Room on Wednesday. Uh, no EPL show on Wednesday, of course, because that's coming up now. And on Thursday, uh, no State of Our Football Nation again this week, but we will have the Lions Den live from Jenna Steel Stadium's new and- Boy, hey, is it exciting at the moment. In oh, Preston man. Road. I mean, they're, they're women won as well yesterday. Yeah. They beat their title rivals, Burundara, 4-0, would you believe? And yeah, and hey, you know what? Preston have taken on a fellow mm. promotion candidate this weekend in Doveton, so you're not going to want to miss this no. Thursday show. It's going to be tasty. It's going to be big. Uh, we're we're going to have Olivia Edwards from the women's team. We might even have the assistant coach as well, and we'll have a men's player as well joining us. So uh, stick around for Thursday, the Lions Den coming to you. Live from BT Connor Reserve. Anyways, we'll be back again next Monday here on the Euro Show. Until then, enjoy your weekend in European football and uh, we'll see you then. Sometimes I feel. I don't know. I don't know. Buona giornata. Buona serata. Buona giornata. There's not really time to relax and take an espresso for Juventus. <laughs> you don't have to get a bad ditch. You don't have to get a bad ditch. Attaccare! Attaccare!